This is a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. Hi there, this is Mark Lloyd from The Night Shift and boy did we have a treat on the show this week when uh, musician Joe Bacheron joins us in the show. All that jazz is what we were talking and we're also talking the brand new jazz venue in town as well over at DIFC. He performed live for us and he was absolutely brilliant. Enjoy the podcast and do join me live on the show weeknights 8 through 10 right here on Dubai I 103.8. This is the Night Shift. On Dubai Eye 103.8, the UAE's number one talk radio station. Yeah, kicking off a brand new week and welcome back to uh, the show. Now, anybody asked me to talk jazz, I'm definitely up for that. And I'm so lucky to have joining us one of the hottest jazz musicians in this city. I'm lucky to get him because he's working so much at uh, the brand new Jazz Lounge, which we'll find out a little bit about. Joe Bashorian, welcome along. Go on, you do the pronunciation. Joe Bashoran. Bashoran. Yeah, Great it. to see Perfect. you, Joe. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, uh, welcome into uh, the program. We've also got uh, a very talented trumpet player. Maybe you can do the introduction as well yeah, for your musician. This is uh, Tona Zardon. Yeah. And he's going to be playing some trumpet for yeah, us a little bit later. an amazing trumpet player. Yeah, yeah. I know. I've just heard him warming up. He's <laughs> <laughs> great. Anyway, uh, Joe, let's get started. Tell me a little bit about this club where you're resident at, at the moment. You're part of the house band. Absolutely. Yeah. It's called Jazz Lounge. That's J-A-S-S, just to differentiate it from... The, the, the spelling of the Zs. Yeah. Um, so it's using the original spelling and it's based in uh, DIFC, okay. Gate Avenue 2. Yeah. It's a brand new, well, it's about three, four months old now. Right. So, but it's a brand new club. And the whole modus operandi about the whole place is that it wants to be and is, I believe, the club that ha- that, that delivers real jazz. Like, yeah. you know, authentic American no, the real deal. No, the real deal. Yeah, yeah. So, so that that was what the um, the the people who had the vision behind it wanted. Yeah, and they contacted uh, a group of us who uh, were in town doing such a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, we're we're there three, four, ni- five nights a week now. They and have, it's, it yeah. looks like quite an intimate looking uh, club. You know, it the is. kind of jazz vibe that you really yeah. want. You know, um, yeah. kind of small, but you're right up close to the musicians. Absolutely, yeah. You can almost touch the instruments and the players, you know. <laughs> so I can have a little tinkle <laughs> there, Absolutely, yeah. I know, I know you play. So yeah. come, and, come and do a duet with me. But yeah, uh, it's a very intimate place. Yeah. yeah, well, we'll talk more about the actual venue itself. I want to find out a little bit more about you, though. And um, growing up in the UK, tell yeah. me about your early, you know, kind of, uh, getting into jazz and where you, who were your first recordings that you listened to that really kind of sparked your interest in this style of music? Well, my first uh, influence was the great Oscar Peterson. Yeah. Um, yeah. He, he was, uh, and I still believe, the greatest jazz piano player yeah. of all time. Yeah. He, he, interesting enough, was a, was a friend of my mother's um, in the 50s when she was in Montreal working as a jazz singer. So I grew up knowing about him and listening to his records at home from a young age. And then when I was nine, she took me to see him perform yeah, uh, at the Royal Festival Hall in London. Okay, uh, three thousand seater, big, big venue, and uh, this was the great man. And that was when I, I knew that I wanted to play the piano. Yeah, was it Ray yeah. Brown? He used to it have was, on bass. Yeah. Ted Thigpen, I think, uh, Ed, on drums. Ed, Ed, Ed Thigpen, Thigpen yeah, yeah, on absolutely. drums. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I, I would agree. Um, yeah. I, I remember hearing uh, the album. Was it Night Train? Yeah, and uh, I was just yeah. absolutely sold yeah. on Oscar Peterson. Absolutely. What was it about him that made him so special? I mean, he got these huge yeah. hands for a start. <laughs> absolutely, he could. He could stretch a twelfth. I, yeah. can, I can't even do a tenth. Yeah, yeah. he was unbelievable. I, I don't know. I think the. I mean, obviously, the obvious was his technique, and we all know that. But I think deeper than that was his passion and his drive. 
you know it was so full-on it was so energetic mm. it was so uh full of of passion and 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 you know just really going going for it you know you couldn't help but be moved by it even if you didn't particularly like the genre or 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 anything but you you, yeah. you couldn't help but be be affected by it and he was know? such a character as well yeah. wasn't he you know yeah. he was a big lad yeah, uh, yeah and uh, you know it, it shone through in, in his playing so from him did you realize that piano was the instrument that you wanted to play it is because until then i'd wanted to be a drummer but uh, that uh, my dad didn't let me my dad was a drummer so and i don't think he, i don't think he wanted more drums in the house you're not following yeah, my footsteps basically yeah <laughs> so then he so then he said do something else and i couldn't think anything for a couple of years until i saw oscar peterson and i yeah. said that's what i want to do i yeah. want to play the piano so it was yeah. uh, buy a piano get it in the front room uh in in my bedroom actually really yeah yeah, yeah. so well, i could well, tell me what your first piano was it was an old well i don't <laughs> i don't think it had a name <laughs> i think it was more of a sideboard unit right that you, okay. you put drinks on yeah converted it was, into a piano absolutely it was clunky it was probably 100 years old back then mm-hmm. um but i had that for a year and then when they realized that i was going to stick with it then they got me a really brand new yamaha Right, yeah, right, so right. upright. Yeah. So, did you learn classical as the basics? Yeah. Or, I mean, a lot of jazz musicians mm. do that, don't yeah, they? Absolutely. It's the it's the basis for all great music. Is classical music, you know, yeah. for technique. Uh, absolutely, and and just for music, music. You know, it's it's it opens up a world of music from baroque music in the 1600s to you know 20th century you know 21st century now. You know, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I did I did some classical studies and went to the Guildhall. Did you really? Uh, uh, yeah, I went. I attended there, and then uh, I dropped out because <laughs> it was at that point I realized I, I had an offer, a great offer to <laughs> to um, to basically go professional and yeah. do what I wanted to do, which was play. Who was jazz. the offer from? It was a, it was a saxophone player called Courtney Pine. Wow, who was huge at yeah. the time. I mean, yeah. he's still a, a big big guy now, but but at the time he was just breaking through, and he'd just done his first album, and we were playing to 3000 seaters and going around really? the world yeah we were going around the world doing jazz festivals how did it come about i mean because sometimes these gigs can you can just stumble on them it, how just, did it-, it just landed i mean i i knew his bass player i'd met him at a jam session and i was 19 and they needed a piano player a piano player had actually left and this guy remembered me and i remember getting a call and, and i knew who courtney was he was breaking through on the scene yeah and i remember being so scared but i actually said i couldn't do it and i was busy and i really i wasn't doing anything you know and then he called back the next week and he said look he really wants you to join the band so and i couldn't say no again so i went there and i was trembling um but but we we ended up working together for about two and a half years what an accolade yeah it was amazing it was great great for me to you know break through doing that 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 reminds me of something that happened to me i mean i was a keyboard player as well Mm -hmm. and uh, i was asked to join eric delaney's band the the famous drummer you know i was trembling on my first gig could hardly get my fingers on the keys but uh i know i know that feeling but obviously that went really really well for you because you toured quite some time yeah a couple of years we went around the world yeah and did some amazing things and it was the best thing i could have ever done to to launch into a music career and a jazz career as well yeah you know so i'm working with the guy in in the uk at the time yeah Yeah. so tell me i mean i mentioned earlier on um that that you'd be musical director for uh desiree i played a song for from her i mean you've worked with quite a few uh big names yeah yeah desiree jamiroquai simply red uh ronnie jordan i worked with i I, I recorded the so what 
track that he did. That oh, was, wow. Uh, da, 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 yeah. yeah. Da, da, da. That's right. Nice. Yeah. I did the piano solo on that one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, I'll have to rush home and <laughs> yeah. put it on now and say I had him on my radio <laughs> yeah. show. Yeah. There's been a few. Uh, I worked uh, jazz-wise. I worked with... Um, Great, the great Billy Cobham, great jazz fusion drummer. Yeah, and at yeah. the time, uh, we had um, Ravi Coltrane on saxophone, who was, of course, the son of the great John yeah. Coltrane. Yeah. So that was quite the thing, you mm-hmm. know, seeing this guy who looks like his dad. Yeah. You know, it's like, Funny, so. he's coming to the UAE doing some stuff up in okay. Abu Dhabi, okay. uh, is Ravi Coltrane. And I was doing an interview a couple of days ago about that. Mm. Anyway, uh, you're going to play a couple of pieces yep. for us just to give us a feel of what we can hear over at this uh, jazz lounge Absolutely. at DIFC. Um, what are you going to do first for us then, Well, Joe? we're going to do, like I said, we, 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 we go for the real deal. So we, we're going we're gonna to play a classic um, bebop tune by yeah. uh, the great Charlie Parker oh, uh, wow. called Donna Lee and uh, I, I, as you know I've got Tonna here who is the musical director for the club um, I just let the listeners know usually it's a three-piece four-piece band right uh, right now it's just going to be the two of us yep. so you get an idea of what you're going to get yeah, a little a little appetizer a taste a little a- okay Joey I you sit at your keyboard once again uh, it's wonderful to have Joe uh, with us uh, part of the resident band over at the uh, Jazz Lounge we'll find out exactly uh, where we can find them the timings and everything else to uh, go along and enjoy some great jazz he t- takes his jacket off before he uh, gets sat down at the keyboard so um, off you go guys count it in and let's have some live jazz here on the night shift Thank you. 
Fantastic. Yeah, that was absolutely awesome. Some straight ahead bebop there. We're going to come back and talk some more jazz right here on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to the UAE's number one talk radio station. This is The Night Shift with Mark Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back uh, to uh, the show. And uh, we are talking uh, jazz, of course. We had Joe Bashura uh, there and um, the fantastic trumpet player, Tonna Zardan. I'm glad I put my Miles Davis T-shirt yes, on tonight. Um, I felt like I got Miles in the studio there. <laughs> <laughs> that was awesome. Message coming in from Elisa, um, especially for Joe. How do you see the UAE's music industry um, developing versus other parts of the world? I mean, you've been here now for quite a few years. Are you seeing it good growth now? It's growing. It's growing. Certainly the cultural aspect in Dubai is really growing with, yeah. with places like Jazz Lounge, you know, yeah. uh, giving, you know, that real cultural experience of jazz music. Mm-hmm. And of course, you've got the Opera House now and, you know, bringing lots of classical things yeah, and, yeah. and jazz things. So it's, it's, it's really growing. It's, it's, it's uh, becoming, you know, more like the rest of the world yeah in that, in that sense. absolutely yeah, yeah. and uh, with as you say with venues like this you know mm. you're really going to build up a scene i want to ask you about some of your most memorable gigs that you've done um you know being in london mm. i'm sure ronnie scotts must have right. um, crossed your path at some point yes. um what, what are some of your favorite gigs that you remember yeah well, doing my first ronnie's was great because of course you grew up you know thinking oh ronnie scotts you know it's the place the, you know yeah, so the holy grail of jazz absolutely and 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 so i remember doing my first uh stint there i think i was there for a week um with courtney we were opening for chick career so <laughs> that was uh, serious yeah that was a uh, yeah so no pressure <laughs> no, no pressure you know so that was interesting because not only this great jazz venue that is, yeah. is kind of beloved but but also this great um artist that you're you know, so I have to play the piano after Chick, you know, or before Chick, rather, actually. <laughs> Very daunting. <laughs> I, I can imagine, yeah. Mm. Just tell me about that venue, about mm. Ronnie Scott's. I mean, it is worldwide. You mm. know, everybody's heard of it. But yeah. it's quite a small little place, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's a small, it's typical jazz club. Uh, very small and very dark and, and, and intimate, you know. And, and, it's, and it's interesting for me now being at Jazz Lounge because having that experience of playing in these other world-class um, yeah. venues, yeah. Uh, I'm able to say, I think, honestly say that, you know, Jazz Lounge really is following in that mold. It's, yeah. it's, it's very, it's very um, traditional and... Authentic. Authentic, that's yeah. the word. Which, yeah, uh, absolutely. I mean, are you looking at having guest musicians in there? I mean, you're the ha- part of the house band, mm-hmm. you, both you guys. Um, mm-hmm. But what, what else is going on there? Yeah, I think uh, in, the, in the... I mean, the, there's the house band, which is Wednesday and Thursday, which is a trio with drums. And then we have uh, various people that, that we know that are on the circuit here, professional players uh, who come along and sometimes sit in with us. And, yeah. uh, and sometimes it's known to us and sometimes it's unannounced, which is exciting because yeah. you never know what you're going to get when no. you're there as an audience, even as a band member. You know? <laughs> so uh, we've had sax players uh, that we know show up and singers and guitar players. Um, but uh, also added to that, you know, Carrie Gibson's Nouveau Soul Band plays yeah. there on the Friday. Yeah. So that's the Friday night band. And then on and what se- style of music is that? Uh, so it's uh, everything all the way. It's, it's quite hard to describe, but it starts with jazz for sure. Uh, right. The American songbook. Yeah. You know, um, some uh, Sinatra and some, right. you know, the, the, the standards, the standards, you know, and, and then some bluesy stuff, Etta James, that kind of thing. And then it morphs into, uh, you know, some kind of uh, jazz funk, uh, even some hip hop. But it's all very much with a jazz ethos. Everything is um, 
is is improvised All in right. the moment, and and she herself improvises scat sings and also free freestyle rap message come in mm. nouveau soul is awesome she is a fantastic singer <laughs> there you go <laughs> i'll second that yeah <laughs> i, I um, interviewed her when she was doing the q's bar uh, right. uh, gig yeah that terrific singer yeah. yeah so so that that's the friday band which is is always great fun and then saturday and sunday is a great uh, salsa band from cuba no, they, they do Latin jazz, and and they're amazing. There's some know. rather good musos from Cuba. Yeah, in there town, are, isn't there? Absolutely. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of one over there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. So you're going to do something else for us, Joe, yes. uh, before we let you go. Mm-hmm. Um, what what have you chosen for your second piece of music? Uh, well, we did some bebop. I'm going to do some hard bop. So this is. Oh, what's the difference? Well, difference being, it's kind of got more more bluesy in in its in its uh, DNA. You know, there's okay. more it's more blues based, but hard swinging. Uh, it's actually a piece that's originally done by um, Art Blakey. Okay. And it's called Monin. Right. Everybody's got me Monin. There you go. Ah, so I love this with one. Mark Lloyd on vocal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Off you go, Joe. Once again, we'll transfer you over to uh, your. Uh, your uh, piano there and your bass. I must say, Joe's playing left-hand bass, which isn't that easy. Um, no double bass going on this one. So uh, take it away, guys. Moaning on Dubai I 103.8. <laughs> Thank you. 
guys, that was absolutely brilliant. Joe, once again, and uh, Tona, um, so great to have you with us. Once again, we can see you at the Jazz Lounge. What are the nights and what are the timings? So Jazz Lounge, we're there as the trio on Wednesday night and Thursday night, yep. starting at 10.30. Okay. And then on Friday night uh, with Nouveau Soul, it's around about 10.30, 11 o'clock. And then Saturday night and Sunday night with the... Uh, Syncopati band from Cuba. Yeah. Around about the same time, 10.30. Lovely. Yeah. Well, Joe, it's been an absolute great conversation. I've really Thank enjoyed you. having you on the show, Thank along with Tona, us. who is the most amazing trumpet yeah. player I've, <laughs> ever, I've ever heard. You've been listening to a Dubai Eye 103.8 podcast. To enjoy lots more from Dubai Eye in the United Arab Emirates, just go to DubaiEye1038.com or find them wherever you normally get your podcasts.